Hi, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of the Inspire One podcast. My name is Josh Pierman, and I'll be your host for our podcasting journey. So, you're probably wondering, what in the world have I stumbled upon here? What is Inspire One? Well, let me just take a minute to tell you, Inspire One was born out of a lifetime of interactions and experiences that I've had with people thus far. Inspire One isn't a fancy nonprofit, LLC, or corporate entity. Inspire One really, to me, is a movement. My dream for this podcast came throughout my passion for working with people, especially students. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about myself very quickly. I've worn lots of different hats throughout my short life so far. I've been a volunteer, an enrollment counselor at a university. I've been a youth minister, a nonprofit director, and a middle school and high school teacher. I've worked in both the service and retail industries, and all of these things I've found have something in common. People. One thing we often overlook because it's so plain and obvious is that nearly every career in the world, no matter how large or how small, requires you to work with people. So basically, Inspire One is about people. It's about sharing our stories, searching out answers, and challenging ourselves to inspire one another. There's a quote attributed to the author Eugene Bell Jr. in his book, Give Yourself the Green Light. And in that book, he states, Aspire to inspire before you expire. Now, I'll take time and I'll say that again. I want you to think about that. Aspire to inspire before you expire. So that quote is one that's resonated with me since I very first heard it. It makes me stop and think. In the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the craziness in my life, and it's crazy. I'm a dad with three kids, five, three, and one. Um, It's crazy sometimes. But that quote gives me pause, and it makes me think, why am I here? Now, as an educator, I know it's my job and calling to reach and teach those who struggle and those who excel. And if you've ever raised children or worked in a classroom setting, you know that it's not always as easy as it might seem. Now, my current high school that I'm at here in southwest Virginia, there are about 610 students in grades 9 through 12. And every semester, I have about 80 to 100 of those students in my classes. Some are with me for only a semester, and some spend the entire year with me. Now, I don't live on Fantasy Island. I know that I won't realistically reach every single one of those kids or students who darken my doorway. But that doesn't stop me from trying. Nor in your life, those things that may seem overwhelming or big obstacles they shouldn't stop you from trying. You know, President John F. Kennedy, he gave a famous speech uh, one day in 1962. It was at Rice Football Stadium in Houston, Texas, and it became known as his moonshot speech. And perhaps you've heard this speech before, and perhaps not, but I want to let you listen to an excerpt from that speech for just a moment that he gives. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone. I hope you caught the gist of that. Now, sure, this speech was written in reference to the United States space race and our endeavor as a society to reach the moon. However, I really believe that we need more thinking like this in our own personal lives today. 
What would happen? Think about it. If we lived our lives, especially those of us in education, by the philosophy that we choose to do these things, not because they're easy, but instead because they're hard. I love the tag that President Kennedy put on the end of his quote when he said that this is a challenge that we are willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone. Now, I know a lot of us, myself included, can at times get in the rut of doing the easy things. It's easy to do what we've always done, to mindlessly go to work, clock in, teach some content, go eat lunch, talk about people, teach some more, go clock out, drive to pick up my kids, go home, check out, and relax. It's easy. It's easy for you and I to be critical to spend our time critiquing everything and everyone that we come in contact with. It's easy for us to talk about others instead of talking to one another. Now understand, please, I'm talking about myself here as well. It's easy because we're emotional creatures. We're human beings. I mean, we all desire to be loved, to be honored, to be respected, and to feel like we're needed. When we feel as if we aren't then we can become calloused, we can become cold, and that's when we become critical. This is why JFK's speech resonates with me, because it literally inspired a generation to strive for the moon. He empowered the entire country and those within it to do what many felt was impossible. Now, I'm assuming that you probably know the rest of the story. JFK's vision for the moonshot was fulfilled, when the Apollo 11 crew landed on the moon in 1969. And yes, of course, there were doubters, there were haters, and there were naysayers along the way. But that didn't stop him from dreaming. That didn't stop all of those scientists, all of those astronauts, engineers, etc., from trying. Because it was a task that they were willing to accept and unwilling to postpone. What would our lives look like if we lived every day with the mission to inspire greatness within only one person? That instead of doing the easy thing of criticizing, we found opportunities to encourage. Rather than bemoan our current situation, we step out of it and into the realm of someone else who may be a little less fortunate or in need. Our workplaces, our schools, our communities, and most definitely our homes, could look like an entirely different place. Making the decision to willingly and deliberately try to impact and inspire at least one person each day is not going to be easy. Like JFK said, it will be hard. There will be days that you don't feel like it, that the chaos of your own life is going to surround you and feel like you're being dragged down and you're being the one who needs inspiration to make it. But I encourage you, Dig deep, find the courage, make the decision. You know, there's a famous British climber and explorer named George Mallory, and he wanted to be among the first people to summit Mount Everest back in the 1920s. And people thought he was absolutely insane. As a matter of fact, almost 100 years later, in 2018, people still think that those who try to summit Mount Everest are crazy given the fact that there are over 200 bodies that lie prone in sun bleach speckled across the mountainside. As a reminder to those who climb it today, 
it really is dangerous and foreboding. But to George Mallory, the largest, most deathly peak in the world was not something to fear. It, instead, was an opportunity to behold. You see, George Mallory, he died on the side of Mount Everest in his attempt to do something great. And in one of his now famous writings, he summarized the purpose of his journey up the summit of Mount Everest. He said, What we get from this adventure is just sheer joy. And joy is, after all, the end of life. I'll say that again. What we get from this adventure is just sheer joy. And joy is, after all, the end of life. And when pressed further about why George Mallory chose Mount Everest to climb, Mallory simply replied, because it is there. So there you have it. George Mallory climbed Mount Everest and died simply because it was there. Because to him, it brought a sense of adventure and challenge. And with that challenge came joy in his life. JFK, 40 years later, inspired a new generation to reach for even higher heights, a new impossible, simply because the moon was there and it wasn't going to be easy. And now, here you and I are, over 50 years later, living in a world that's more technologically advanced than perhaps even those two men may have dreamed, yet with more people struggling, suffering, and trying to find their way, looking for hope, joy, and inspiration. So basically, that's what the purpose of this podcast will hopefully become. Over the next few months, I hope that you will find some kind of inspiration yourself in the sounds of this channel. And through that, will hopefully find the spark within yourself to ignite a movement of inspiring others around you to the greatness that we all possess. There will be haters, there will be doubters, and it will be hard. But remember, we choose to do these things, to aspire, to inspire, before we expire from this life. Not because they are easy, but because they're hard. Because like you, I choose to accept the challenge, and I'm unwilling to postpone that challenge in hopes that maybe someone else will choose to inspire those who I really have the ability to inspire. So I want to challenge you as you go about your day, make that choice to go and inspire someone else. That's what Inspire One is all about. That's the whole purpose for this podcast, and I hope that over the next few months, you really do start to live your life with the intent of inspiring one person every day. I'm Josh Pierman. I want to thank you for joining me again on this very first episode of the Inspire One podcast. If you ever have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email us at inspireonepodcast at gmail.com. That's inspireone podcast at gmail.com. Again, I'm Josh Pierman. Go and encourage someone today. And as my best friend says, go and do good. Have a great day.